Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. For two straight days, the beach at Belle Isle was closed due to high levels of E. coli in the water. We don't know where the source of the E. coli is coming from at this point. Whatever the source is, that's going to be a part of how it's going to dissipate. How does E. coli end up in the water? And why are experts surprised that it happened at Belle Isle? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. If you're from Metro Detroit, you're probably not unfamiliar with the idea of beaches being close to E. coli. But I never questioned how it got in the water. That is, until the beach at Belle Isle closed this weekend. Thankfully, Susan Peters, a waterborne disease epidemiologist with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, was able to explain how E. coli ends up in our lakes. E. coli bacteria can get into the water in many ways, but ultimately it's coming from either human or animal feces most of the time. There's ultimately some contamination that's getting into those waterways or water bodies. It could be through stormwater runoff. It could be, depending on the area, if it's in an area with a lot of septic systems, you know, potentially leaky septic systems. But also, too, I think a lot of times in our parks and recreation areas, there can be contamination from our wildlife and animals as well. So we certainly know that, unfortunately, geese and sometimes seagulls can shed bacteria into the environment. A lot of potential causes, and it it can be specific to certain sites. Ms. Peters mentioned that geese and seagulls can be a big source of the E. coli that ends up in our waterways. That is something Dr. Shannon Briggs, a toxicologist with the Water Resource Division of Eagle, echoes. We need to remember that surface waters are part of our natural environment, where animals live. For some of our beaches, where the geese love our beaches maybe more than we do, the geese will spend a day on the beach, and then when they go away, they leave their droppings, and we're left with that. And so after a rain event, that stuff is going to be rinsed off into the beach water, and that can be an issue. And so there are some places, some beaches are able to groom their beaches and clean up and rake and remove some of that. And that helps. That helps keep the beaches clean. You know, if you have geese and gulls and other animals near your beach and that's what they do, it's going to impact your surface water. E. coli in the water is gross, but it's not uncommon. Heavy rain can carry those human and animal feces into our water in a myriad of ways. Yet, people are surprised this happened at Belle Isle. 
Our next expert is the Director of Environmental Science at Wayne State University, Dr. Donna Cashin, and she explains why the situation at Belle Isle has so many people scratching their heads. So Belle Isle, because it, it's a river or straight between Lake St. Clair and Lake Erie, it's got flow. And because it has flow, the water is constantly moving and the likelihood when there's a current of this buildup of bacteria is, is lower. So we are surprised when there is a advisory and a closure at Belle Isle Beach. And it's a further surprise is that it happened this year when it did. It, it's been dry, as you know. We have had no rain. And often we see these closures occurring after a rainfall event. And what happens in Belle Isle is it's usually goose droppings going into the water and causing the E. coli levels to rise. However, in this case, there hasn't been rain when that closure happened. So that was a bit of a, a surprise in in we have the current and we did not have rain so that's that's what took us by surprise despite the closure of the beach hundreds of people were reportedly still enjoying the water on Belle Isle last weekend ignoring warnings what would happen to one of these swimmers if they did catch this bacteria Back to Ms. Peters. For E. coli bacteria specifically, most of the time the symptoms will be gastrointestinal. Think of your, you know, diarrhea and vomiting, abdominal cramps. And sometimes, unfortunately, for a small percentage of people who get E. coli, they may develop um, something called HUS, which essentially attacks the kidneys and can actually cause kidney failure. So certainly for most people, E. coli is going to be a bacteria that gives you uh, an illness. You get over it in a week or so, but um, there is a small chance of, you know, additional, more severe symptoms. It doesn't end there, though. It turns out that when beaches are closed for E. coli, it doesn't mean that that is the only illness lurking in the water. Next, you're going to hear from David Schlag, an associate professor of environmental science at Oakland University. And he breaks down how E. coli is used as an indicator for other waterborne threats. The E. coli is an indicator across the country. These are not necessarily what make you sick, but they are uh, easy to monitor, uh, easy to culture, and they are associated with warm-blooded animals, birds and, and mammals. And usually the disease-causing organisms are associated with feces as well. There are pathogenic strains of E. coli, but in general, it's not the E. coli that makes you sick. It's, it's, it could be parasites like Giardia, Crypto. There's a variety of viruses and bacteria that'll give you, you know, kind of general dysentery. But, you know, that's, that's what is the most common waterborne illness reported by swimmers if they're swimming in, you know, or bathing in uh, contaminated water is that gastrointestinal diarrhea type. While it does seem to be weird that Belle Isle would encounter this problem, I had to wonder, why is it more common for local metro parks to be closed to contamination? Back to Dr. Cashin. Well, Metro Beach, Metro Park doesn't have flow. So there's that. It is a highly urbanized system. 
after a rainfall event, you've got a lot of surface coming in, washing things into it, including goose droppings. It also could experience E. coli from combined sewer overflows coming into the water, leaky septic systems. Just it's a much more intensely populated urbanized area. It warms up quickly and the likelihood of bacteria getting to higher levels is going to be much greater. And that current thing is huge. There, it's, it's a much more of a closed system. And so you're going to have the buildup in that system. By the time I have finished writing, recording, and publishing this episode, the beach on Belle Isle will already have been opened again. The water deemed safe for use. But how does that work? How can there be too much E. coli one day and then not too much the next? Here's Susan Peters one last time. I would say for the most part, it's that old saying, you know, the solution to pollution is dilution. As you get good water flow through a particular lake or beach, that can help dissipate E. coli or other types of bacteria. Wind and wave action can help spread it around and lower the concentration of it. So certainly weather can play a role. Even though the beach has reopened thanks to the dissipation of E. coli, do we know how this happened on Belle Isle? Well, according to Dr. Briggs, not yet. We don't know where the source of the E. coli is coming from at this point. I know that over time, the sunshine helps break down bacteria and viruses. Because remember, it's E. coli is the indicator. E. coli is a very broad, generic term for a group of bacteria, and not every E. coli is going to make you sick, but there are strains of E. coli that can make you sick. And so that's what we're trying to look at is what is the source of this fecal contamination and whatever the source is, that's going to be a part of how it's going to dissipate. If it's a storm drain, that's an issue. If it's, you know, 500 geese on your beach, that's another issue. Well, we don't know right now, Dr. Briggs does emphasize that new testing methods could help discover the cause. There's also things called quantitative polymerase chain reaction methods. So this is very similar to the clinical testing where you can do a PCR test to determine if you have an illness or something. Some of those qPCR tests can be specific for a gene target of a human or a goose or a gull. So it'd be really interesting if we could put something together that we could do some source tracking at Belle Isle Beach to try to determine what is causing the elevated E. coli levels. And to do qPCR work, it's difficult. You need to have somebody who's trained. This is going to take some time and it's going to take some people that are trained and have this specialized equipment. And we have that across Michigan, but Belle Isle Beach overall has been a very clean beach. And if you look at all the results that have been posted on BeachGuard, you can see that the E. coli results are typically very low. And so this is a surprise to see that Belle Isle Beach was closed this early in the season. And I I don't know what the source is, so we'll have to spend some time to figure this out. Be it birds, storm drains, sewage, or a combination of all three, something contaminated the water at Belle Isle this last weekend. So next time you see your local beach is closed due to E. coli, know that the threat is serious and stay out of the water. Thanks to Dr. Shannon Briggs, Dr. Donna Cashin, Susan Peters, and Professor David Schlag for lending their expertise to this episode. 
And as always, this episode wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.